Let me guess, you signed up for every free lead magnet and binged on every marketing YouTube video and thought, what am I missing? Why isn't my business exploding like that? Well, I can tell you, you're not alone. Whether you're just getting started or have an established business, entrepreneurship can be really lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Overcoming your fear of launching or building your personal brand or figuring out how to scale, it shouldn't be holding you back. It should be empowering you. On this podcast, we're going to deep dive into the mechanics of what it takes to build your brand, make your mark, and stake your claim in the digital marketing space. I'll be chatting with people from all walks of life and stages in their careers. I will be getting inspiration from real experts who will share their actual strategies and techniques to grow loyal and raving followings and sell more stuff. This is entrepreneurship from people who are already there making it happen. My name is Jeff Mendelson. Join me and welcome to the One Big Tip Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. My name is Jeff Mendelson, and this is the One Big Tip Podcast. And today I am really pleased to have with me on the line Monique Lindler. Monique is a high performance and leadership specialist, TEDx speaker, and location independent entrepreneur. She works with business leaders and CEOs and their teams to help them optimize their efficiency, build uh, solid leadership skills, improve their mindset, and create massive impact. Using her unique time method and her tech tagline slow down to speed up. She is on a mission to help high achievers and busy business owners take back control of their time and energy and grow sustainable businesses while increasing their social impact. Monique, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you so much, Jeff. It's amazing to be here. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, uh, you know, we're, uh, we were talking a little bit in the pre-show, uh, in the pre-call about how you got to where you are, right? Because, you know, now you're in Bali, right? I'm in Fort Lauderdale and you have been traveling for a good long time and you have this really cool, uh, how should I say, you know, like uh, you've basically set up yourself that you can be location independent and you can make this life happen for you in one of the most beautiful places, you know, on earth. Can you talk a little bit about how you were able to create that and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, thank you for asking. So I think the most important thing is to understand uh, where you're at and where you want to go, right? So for me, when I uh, realized that my life isn't what I wanted to have, I was 19 years old, I died of a cardiac arrest, and I was clinically dead for 25 seconds. And when I woke up, I literally just realized I was like, wow, my life is not at all where I want to be, who I want to be what I want to do. And basically the short story was I was just a people pleaser and everything I did was just in rebellion to everyone around me. So my parents said, do this. So I obviously did the opposite. My grandparents said, do that. I did the opposite. And it was just a fight every single day. And so I decided, you know what? That's not what I want. That's not who I am. And I basically switched and just screwed my whole life over because I died anyways already. So what could go wrong, right? And I started to travel. I moved to London. And from then on, I just decided that everything that I wanted in my life is going to be a priority. And everything else will just be plankly cut out 
to be honest, right? Whether that is people, whether this is things I did, whether this is, you know, things I work on. And so ever since decision making was really not easy, but simple. It was like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. That's basically like the Mark Manson thing, right? And um, it's not always really easy to do that because sometimes you have to cut out things in your life that you think you really want or that is kind of like fun, but they just are not adding on to your life. So I decided to really go for creating time freedom in my life. And time freedom is when you really consciously and intentionally choose what you do with your life, whom you include in your life, basically, and where and how you spend your time. And this is a daily thing. And yeah, basically, there are a few steps we I'm happy to talk about, you know, to include, like, for example, setting boundaries and being really clear on your priorities and Everything else needs to fall out. That's really it, you know. I don't watch TV, Netflix, movies, anything for over 10 years. I cut out alcohol out of my life because it didn't do anything for me. And I don't really party anymore, not because it's not fun, but it's not fun enough for me to miss the next morning, you know. Things like that. And um, yeah, so... Uh, another thing maybe to add is I was born in East Germany and uh, that means I was born behind the wall. And for people who don't know much about this historical event, maybe just uh, Google the separation of Germany after the Second World War. And so my parents grew up in a town that wasn't allowed basically or that didn't allow their citizens to leave. So for 30 years, they spent um, only in this one place, didn't get any news from the outside world. And so their whole world was this one hometown of 500,000 people. Or now it's 500,000. After the war, it was just like about 250,000. And it's a tiny world, right? To be living in. And if you're like leaving, you would be shot in the face dead. That was their reality. So I think I got this whole spirit, this free spirit of having to leave and explore the world and to to expand my horizon and to bring that back to my family as well. And that's what I did. Amazing. Wow, that's an amazing story. Now, when you're uh, when you're working with other leaders and you're trying to get them to take back that time, how does that uh, uh, how does that work in your world? How do you get people, you know, or convince them or get them to figure out what is the best way for them to give back? Uh, you know, to get back. Right. Because what happens is that, you know, it's not just, you know, not everyone can, you know, go live in a, you know, in a beautiful jungle. You know, some of us have kids, you know, mortgages, you know, we have to be in offices that, uh, you know, we have to supervise other people. Right. So how does that work? How do you, how are you able to translate that into getting people to really take the next step and make that happen for themselves. Yeah. You know, I want to say that this life that I'm living is also not for everyone because it looks really beautiful. This jungle area and this like pool in the back and whatever is wonderful. But I tell you, I think you need to be cut out to live in different countries where you don't speak the language, where you're challenged every single day. I want to say, you know, this life is not for everyone. It looks 
really beautiful, especially on social media, <laughs> where you can see the highlight reel only most of the times, unless people like like me, I'm, I'm going to say 70%, right? I'm going to be really honest. 70% of the times I also tell you the, the shadow side of this life. But most of the times you just see the highlight reel, you know, you're swinging through the jungle, you look like Tarzan and Chain, but that's not the life. So um, I really appreciate you asking this because you really want to get down first to what is the life you want to live, right? And this can look very different for every one of us. And maybe it is to live in Miami and have an office there and have a great team. But the way you live can be very different, right? Yes, you may have kids, but why can't you just take them on spontaneous trips within the country or to a different country? Or if you don't like travel, which I know you do, but... If you wouldn't like travel, for example, right, you can have amazing days spending uh, with uh, your wife and your kids or with whomever you like, you know, creating things that you love. It doesn't have to look like my life, right? But what we are starting to do is we are creating this big vision first. We are open possibilities because a lot of times our horizon ends at our glass ceiling and we are not daring to look beyond that we're you know we have like this Berlin wall in our minds and so I'm here to break this down with you and I ask questions I'm like so what if you could do xyz or what if you would be able to do this and that and and the world could look like this for you and then suddenly people are like wow yeah this would be amazing and is that possible and it's totally it just depends what you are you know what are you willing to prioritize and here's the thing I'm not about sacrificing. Sacrificing is bullshit. But the question is, do you prioritize watching Netflix two hours a day? Or do you prioritize maybe spending these two hours creating art or going outside in the park or going on a hike or, you know, watching fish in a tank if you love that or going out on the boat and, and you know, creating a good time? So this is really the question because... Does Netflix give something to you or does the time out with your family on the beach, for example, give something to you? And what is what where do you get more out of life? Right. So basically what I want to so I want to segue into your one big tip here. Right. And what was really profound about me is basically you're asking people to slow down in order to speed up right? In order to get things done. And I know that sounds contradictory and, you know, you have a whole method for how to do it. I really want to dig into that, right? I really want to pick your brain on this because it really does sound counterintuitive. How do you slow down in order to get things to happen much more quickly for you? Right. So I'm, I'm going to be a little bit controversial here because people do not like to hear that. Okay. <laughs> so slow down to speed up comes from the, uh, it, basically it comes from the feminist approach. And here's where it's a little bit controversial because we're often getting into this, oh, but I'm not a feminist, whatever. Okay, fine. Forget about this feminism approach, right? But patriarchy has been for thousands of tens of thousands of years telling us we need to be better, faster, harder, stronger, and do more things in shorter time. And what every one of us, every single person is losing out on is quality, quality of everything, quality of work, quality of life, quality of time, quality of people we are surrounding ourselves with, basically everything, right? We're also missing time to think. We don't have time anymore to just be 
and think and be like, you know what? What do I actually want really out of my life? Because when we do not have time to think, where do we get from what we want? The media? Ooh, we get it from social media. We get it from influencers. We get it from everywhere. And what happens, we're basically brainwashed into all of the things that we should do, we need to do, we should want to have, you know? And suddenly it's not us anymore who decides, but it's it's the input from the outside. So when we finally can slow down and we can cut the outside influences and we can cut the bullshit, may I say, <laughs> then we can come back to ourselves and we can listen to ourselves and hear what it is that we want, what it is that we don't want, what it is that we desire, what it is that we like, but it's not really that important. So, okay, Netflix, sorry that I use Netflix. Sorry, Netflix, but you know, <laughs> Netflix is the perfect example because it's like, okay, we do it all the time, but do we really want it? Or is it something I can do like once a month or, you know, maybe just half an hour instead of like two? So slowing down allows us to get to all of the things that we really want with more quality, with more impact, with, yeah. And then one thing that I do is like helping people to focus more and that needs a little bit more time, you know? So yeah, focusing and slowing down allows us to just create so much more quality in our life and business. How do you engage someone to actually accept the need to slow down, right? And then get them to turn that around so that they are able to speed up, right? Because it almost seems like it's this, it's this uh, uh, like revolving thing uh, where, you know, like you're going in one direction, you're making a 180 degree turn and then like, okay, you know, like you're getting everything in order and then you're making another 180 degree turn and then you're going much faster, you know, in order to achieve your goals. How do you get people to create that and to understand that and to be able to implement that into their lives without sacrificing, you know, some of the other things that really matter? Great question. So here's the very actionable step. So you might want to take a pen and a paper. First of all, I usually make my clients track their time over three weeks. So you can use any free um, apps like Toggle. It's with double G and um, just track your time, but you've got to be a little bit diligent. So you may feel like it's an extra chore in the beginning, but just get yourself to do it. And the reason why you should be doing it is you will see how much more things you do that you're not aware of. So for example, you got to with toggle, for example, you just need to push a button and when you start and when you finish and then name the task you do. And I want you to do that really diligently when you scroll social media, when you go to the bathroom, when you cook something, when you clean up, when you just sit there and do nothing, when you, whatever you do, any distractions, everything. And the reason why we do that is I don't want you to judge on that. That's a judgment-free exercise. The most important thing is to, to raise awareness. Oh, look at that. I'm doing 30 minutes every day, this one thing, but do I really need to do that or do I want to do that or does it give me anything you know the same as was like scrolling social media <laughs> we are we are often saying oh I'm just doing that half an hour a day and when we do this exercise we will see it's it may be four times half an hour a day and the reason why is because our brain is creating these stories 
to keep us safe. So in order to step into a new reality, we need to be aware first and then break these habits and create new ones. But also we need to be aware what stories we're telling ourselves and we need to get uncomfortable. That's just how it changes. So once we track these things and we see where we spend time that is unnecessary to spend, we want to make sure, okay, where are our priorities, right? So we want to set priorities. Now, what are priorities really? Because that's where people go wrong all the time. Priorities are things, again, time, freedom. You want to remember that. Priorities are things that you decide you really want to spend your time on. And this time is invested. So you get something back. You either get money back or you get joy and peace back or you get a time back because that what can be reality too. For example, if you delegate tasks, you can get time back for yourself. And um, these things, right? You want to invest time, not spend it. That's a big shift to make. And once you understand it, you're going to use your time very differently right? So then you want to set priorities and you can look it up. You can use methods, for example, the Eisenhower box. It's a very common thing and a very common method to use to prioritize. And it works like a charm, right? Um, in my book, I have been writing about, I think, three different tasks, how to prioritize. Um, and they're working brilliantly, brilliantly, <laughs> what a word. <laughs> and um, otherwise, you can just ask yourself a few questions. Does it give me money back? Yes, no. Yes, wonderful. Priority. Does it give me time back? Yes, no. Yes. Perfect. Priority. And you can ask yourself, you know, does it create peace of mind? Fantastic. Another priority. So you want to really go by what is the outcome you would love to achieve and then make these priorities. So once you have these priorities set and you know what you want as an outcome and what habits are in the way of that, then it's just a matter of shifting where you spend your time. And the reason why I'm not for sacrifice is because you will realize that there are things to spend time on that doesn't feel even like sacrificing or doing them anymore. Like once I stopped watching TV and Netflix and movies, it didn't feel like sacrifice at all. It was like a relief and it felt like I gained so much life back from not doing it anymore. Uh, you touched on so many amazing things. One of the methods that I've been implementing over the past couple months is scheduling my tasks, right? So a task list, right, will just sit there and, you know, it'll accumulate, right? It'll, you know, I got to get, and I also use a variation of that Eisenhower method, you know, where it's where it's not important, uh, not urgent, urgent, but not important, you know, things like that. The way I have my to-do list set up is I have action th this day, right? Got that from Winston Churchill, right? And I put a little fire emoji next to that. I have um, important and urgent, right? So those are things that, yeah, I do need to take care of at some point, right? I do need to, you know, give attention and give some love and, you know, make sure it gets done. And then the third thing I have is the under 10 minute items, right? These are things that if I have some downtime, you know, like that, I know this is going to take me maybe like five minutes to do, but it's not, it, you know, it's not a priority, but it still needs to get done, right? And, you know, what are under 10 minute items? Those are, you know, like I can delegate a blog post to get uh, written by someone on my team. I can, you know, send off a couple of emails in between meetings, you know, things like that. And what I found with that method is that it really gets me to start thinking about how many major tasks can I attack per day? 
right? And, you know, every once in a while, uh, I'll, I'll schedule in floaters, right? Like a half an hour of, you know, just floating. So it's, it's not necessarily defined, right? But it is something, you know, but I'm still productive, right? It's not, I, you know, it's not lunch where I'm completely off, right? But it is something that I can, okay, I can use this to sort of, you know, sort of reset my head. So I'm not you know, working on the, on the really high focus type items, right? So I think what you were talking about with the, uh, you, uh, you know, just documenting your time in a non-judgmental way is absolutely gold. Because I think what happens is that, you know, people will either judge themselves or God forbid somebody's going to look at my thing and like, oh, God, I wasted uh, I wasted 45 minutes on, you know, on uh, on uh, that YouTube review. Yeah, that's a pretty, you know, that could be a problem. But then again, if that's how you reset and recharge, uh, maybe you should be scheduling that into your time. Right. And really getting that into your process. Right. Yes. And you touch on something great because so that first thing was literally just the first step to get to the point of where we can start shifting time. Right. And what you said about scheduling, that's a, a, a great way to start getting more structure in, in your life. Because here's the thing what people also don't understand, especially if they become entrepreneurs. They're like, oh, I want this freedom. I'm going to start winging it. It's all great and I can do whenever I want to do and then they lose track of everything and the to-do lists just pile up and they're so long they don't know anymore when to do it they feel overwhelmed they work 60 70 hours a week it's just burnout is literally on the horizon coming closer and closer right and the reason for that is because humans need structure we can fight it however we want it every single person even on the spectrum even adhd even whoever else can basically fight the structure thing and i'm not saying you all need the same structure that's not the point the point is our brains are built on structure on neural pathways they're built on mirror neurons built on neurotransmitters and the way our brain works is literally on routines and habits which is why habit habit stacks and certain routines will help you create more freedom and that's also this counterintuitive things wait how can structure create more freedom for me right and so scheduling is amazing and i created a few different types which i call the chrono energy types which help you based on your chronobiology which is like a 24 hour clock based on like a day and night and body temperature and different hormonal um influences on the body basically which is usually our circadian rhythms right so when do we sleep when do we wake up all these type of things and under the umbrella it's called chronobiology and there are certain types that we already know for quite a few uh years so more or less since the 19 19- 50s. And now, though, in my research and also my work over the past 15 ish years with a lot of high performance um, leaders, CEOs, business owners, entrepreneurs, but also employees, right? I figured out there is another thing that influences us, and it's our energy flow throughout the day because our energy does not stay the same. It comes almost like in waves. And a lot of times it's based on. On the lunar cycle, so with the moon, 
and also in connection with our circadian rhythms. So I created this chrono energy types and now we can look at, okay, what what does your chronobiology look like? So you can track your, you can basically track like, when do you wake up? When do you go to sleep? But it should be naturally, nothing to do with like uh, taking sleep medication or anything. If you have to do that, um, it would be good to just see when you do wake up naturally and uh, don't set alarm clocks if you don't have to. And then based on that, you can see, okay, throughout the day, while you track your tasks, you can also look when does your energy really is high and when is it really low and does it dip really fast or does it just go in waves? And with that, you can schedule your tasks based on your energy flow, right? So your most important tasks, chef, you want to schedule them when your energy is high because that also means your brain is basically really focused, right? And you can use that energy to put into your most important tasks in high quality, right? And those under 10 minute tasks, as you call them, which is awesome, you can do them in your low time. And as you said, you know, there will be things that recharge us the way I recharge because you mentioned YouTube is (laughs) I watch tarot readings on YouTube. (laughs) because I love to learn about tarot and all of the things I have my boo side, so don't judge me. (laughs) And I love to watch tarot readings to recharge. So that's what I do, you know? And yes, there there are 20 minutes on YouTube just gone, but then I am fuller of energy, you know, and I'm ready to uh, attack my next task. You're ready to go and attack, you know, like the next thing. And, you know, like as you ride that, that higher energy wave, you're able to actually make that happen for yourself. Right. And I think that's really the big thing, right. You know, that, that if you can cut out, you know, some of those artificial ways, like, you know, like drinking coffee or sleeping pills or, you know, whatever it is, you know, artificially to get you into the rhythm, you know, sometimes you have screaming kids, which are also like, you know, natural alarm clocks, right. You know, where you really got to be careful about, you know, who you're shutting out who you're letting in but you know like if you can figure out what those waves are and how they affect you and how the different uh and how those rhythms happen throughout your day because you know like how it happens in my day is going to be much different than yours it's uh it's very important to understand uh how that comes about and once you understand how that comes about now you can take action on it right and that's really the big thing is that you're taking action on the actual you know, on the actual tasks that you need to actually get done. Right. And if you're doing those, you know, those tasks that do make you more money, that do give you more time, that do give you more freedom and do give you more happiness, then great. You know, that's really what it's all about. So thank you so much for sharing that. That's uh, that's been really awesome. Uh, Can you please take a few minutes and tell people how they can learn more about what it is that you do and how they can reach out to you directly if they'd like to learn more? Absolutely. Thank you so much for asking. So right now, my uh, new thing that I'm absolutely excited about is my membership, because my membership basically is uh, the most affordable and um, simple, easy access to me that people can get and work with. So basically, what we do is we have live workshops every month. And then we have an accountability week where we work together and create those results for you and help you integrate all all of what we're doing together on the workshops. And then we have a coaching call where we come together as a group and we literally figure out, okay, where is it still something that we need to adjust for you or that is something missing for you? 
you. And after that, basically, we have more resources for you. Could be worksheets, could be a podcast, something like the One Big Tip podcast that we share with you. And, you know, then uh, we are basically helping you within this one month. There's basically very specific topics. For example, the chrono energy types and how to implement them in your life and business to create less work and more life. And within this one month, we help you to really integrate that in your business and life. And then with this topic, you're done. You have it basically, right? So within 30 days. And so every month, there's a different topic. And we really help you to create the life you love um, whilst increasing your impact and sharing this time freedom. And this membership is called the highperformancelab.com. So join us. That would be amazing. And otherwise, you find me on Facebook with my full name. I'm yellow, so you will always find the yellow one. That's me. And um, yeah, that's the two best ways to find me right now. Amazing stuff. Monique, Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. This has been uh, this has been an excellent conversation. I love nerding out on on time management and time development and all that. So yeah, you also know, uh, this has really been great. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Jeff, for having me, and thank you for making it work that I can join from Bali because uh, you know it's a little early, but I love the early mornings, anyways. That's when I have the most energy. So yeah, I'm so glad that I could join the One Big Tip podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Great, thank you so much. Have a good night. You too. <laughs>